Hey, it's Sean Casemore here, and welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. Today, I'm going to chat a little bit about whether you should be trying to sell your products or services online. That's right. There is a strategy behind it, so stay tuned for just a moment. The question is, how can entrepreneurs and small business owners grow their business while spending less time working in their business? We'll answer these questions and more right here on the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. Hey, welcome back. And as I said earlier, my name is Sean Casemore. I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day to join me here on the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. You know, I was taking a look recently. I mean, it's no doubt that consumer spending and our time online continues to grow. You know, I was taking a look at a survey the other day, and it said that the market cap in online sales is nearing $1 trillion. That's trillion with a T. So the question that that really poses is if you're not trying to sell or at least gain customers online, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. And that really doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. But what I often find is I run into entrepreneurs, business owners that have more of a historic business, something that historically they would have representatives selling or their own salespeople selling. And they say, Sean, my customers just aren't online. Well, that's not true. Uh, you know, if you take a look at the demographics, customers are online, but they might be online in their free time, not necessarily at work. And that still opens up an opportunity for you to make connections. So what I wanted to share today was a few questions I think you should be considering when it comes to trying to determine, A, if you should be online, and B, what should you be doing online, all with the focus of growing your business and creating a return on investment. So I've got three steps, three kind of multi-tiered questions for you I'm going to walk you through. So if you have a pad and paper, get ready to write these down. Okay, here we go. <laughs> question number one, are your customers online? Pretty straightforward uh, question to ask, but don't just think about during the day while they're working, right, or at their business. Are they online personally? Are they spending evenings scrolling through Facebook? Are they on Instagram? A lot of this really comes back to the demographics of your audience. Now, if, if most of the people you're selling to are 80 years old, okay, online is, is a place they might not be. But again, that demographic is still on Facebook a little bit. So there's an opportunity there. And if you're unsure of how to figure this out, the best thing to do is ask your customers. Whether you ask them personally, you send out some sort of a survey, you have your sales representatives ask, but make this part of your daily regimen. Hey, question for you. Are you you know, spending any of your time at work or online, excuse me, at work or at home online? And if so, what kind of platforms are you on? Are you on Facebook? Are you on, uh, you know, you're on Google, Googling a lot, right? So a lot of these different questions will really help you determine not only if your potential and existing customers are online, but what they're doing online and where they're going. Question number two, what can you offer them of value? Now, this is kind of the key. Once you've determined that, you know, more than likely they are online somewhere, you got to ask yourself, can I sell my product direct to them online or not? A lot of times this, uh, the question is where a lot of people get stuck and they say, well, I'm selling something that's too high a ticket, so they're not going to buy it online. Well, you shouldn't set that aside too much. You know, I myself have signed up for all sorts of mastermind groups, and I've bought large ticket items online, uh, some upwards of $20,000. Now, again, that's not all in one shot necessarily, but high ticket you know, items, if there's enough value demonstrated and there's minimal sources, it can force you to buy online. I, I bought our, our family camper trailer 
essentially online about a year ago. And that was a, a fairly high ticket item. So keep in mind, don't get stuck on this question. Here's what you really want to try and consider. And, and this is what I help my clients do when we're coaching them. If you've got kind of a high ticket item that you're selling, step one is usually to get the customer involved and following you. And the goal may be just to get them to reach out to you. So what can you offer that's of value while they're trying to make their decision? I'll give you an example of this in just a moment. Now, of course, if you're selling a low ticket item, right, this is something that's maybe under $5,000 or even under $1,000, the question becomes, okay, yeah, they probably are buying online, right? The best place to confirm this is the simplest way is just to go to Amazon. Amazon carries literally everything that's a low ticket item. Um, And then if they are, how can you set yourselves apart? What can you offer through your product that's different, right? Can you offer additional service? Can you offer videos and support that others aren't offering? Can you set up the ad or the promotion of your products in a way that draw people in? Is it your personality, your sense of humor, your long, the, you know, how long you've been in business? So don't get stuck on the idea that, hey, I'm selling something that's fairly expensive, therefore I can't sell it online. That's false. And I want to pursue that in example, so just stay tuned here for just a moment. The last question, the third section of the strategy is really trying to figure out how can you differentiate yourself? So building on my point about the low ticket item, you really still have to focus on standing out. How can you make you, your company, your product stand out? You know, I was taught a long time ago by one of my mentors that when you're online, step one is creating that hook, creating that that tool that draws people in. And if you're thinking about video, that can be bright colors. It can be a, a funny personality, something that makes people stop because you really only have seconds for people to determine if they're going to read your post or watch your video, right? So what's the hook? What's going to grab their attention, okay? Uh, and then Going back to, let's tie this together with an example here. So let's assume for a moment you've determined where your customers hang out online, okay? It's simple as making a list after you've talked to a lot of your customers. Step two, you've identified high ticket versus low ticket item. I'm going to give you an example of a high ticket item in a second because that's usually the most challenging. And then third is you've identified ways to stand out amongst your competition. And a great thing to do there is take a look at what your competition is doing, right? It'll give you ideas of what grabs your attention, right? And again, and ask your customers? How can I stand out and get your attention? So here's an example. I I deal with a lot of folks in manufacturing and one company was a furniture manufacturer. And when I talked about this topic, they said, well, our our customers aren't online. Well, that's false. A lot of their customers are spending time when we looked at their demographics, spending time personally on Facebook. Somebody said, okay, so before they buy your furniture, because you're selling kind of a high ticket item, uh, what is something they're looking for? So what we come up with in this case was uh, kind of a resource, a tool that people could use. Ultimately, uh, because this company, because they're selling, they're not selling necessarily direct to consumer, right? They're selling to distributors who are then going to in turn sell to retailers who are in turn going to sell to the consumer. And they didn't want to get into the direct to consumer market. So I said, okay, what are distributors looking for? Well, what do what distributors want? They want to make money, right? They want to make that money as quickly as possible and turn inventory quickly. So we wrote, we put together a little resource that had some videos and some written text and some check sheets, and it was the six things that every distributor should do before they sign up to purchase, from a manufacturer to purchase furniture. Now, that wasn't the sexy title we used, but I wanted to give you a full description here, right? So it's a resource to help their customers, their potential customers, in making the buying decision. 
That then in turn was allowing them to collect names and contact information where they could start to connect with, catch up with, and then lead to a person face-to-face meeting of some kind with these potential distributors. So again, high ticket item. The goal isn't to sell the item necessarily. It was to sell the relationship. It was to start the relationship. And you do that by adding value. So the question I share with you today is, how can you use these strategies and apply them to your business? What can you do that will ultimately help you grow your business online? As always, if you'd like more resources and tools, visit our website, www.theuenetwork.com. Or you can reach out to me directly, sean at theuenetwork.com. And we can always set up a few minutes to chat about your business and how to apply this. Appreciate you spending time with me today. Look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets podcast. Have a profitable day. Take care.